Welcome to Beholder's Eye. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. The Great Isle is in a time of turmoil. Murat Hall raids the countryside. The Grand Abbot has called a conclave to regulate the use of magic. Emperor Simon of Crux and Queen Alanya of Thalmer, once enemies, are now betrothed. The zealous Red Hand terrorize all who oppose their doctrine. Only one group can make things more explosive. The magical miscreants are... Rosie Hanna Iron Cold Lee Green Roblox Bluebeard, a.k.a. Rosie. I'm a gnome artificer bard. Garen Kelso, High Elf Bladesinger. Mole Urzog, Orc Forge Cleric of St. Allegis. Cal Thornbreach, Satyr Bard of Eloquence. Alright, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? I can. So, last episode, uh, we proceeded to lock up our great friend Samael, then speak to him, then unlock him, then let him go free when we determined that he wasn't any threat to us without the Grand Abbot. Uh, very nice, nice man with a hole in his face and uh, very scary looking features. It was fine. Uh, we then proceeded to have a discussion on how to go forward and have decided that we might use the knowledge that we have and the fact that there is no Grand Abbot around anymore to convince his secret sect of followers to join us on our side and potentially elect Mole as the new Grand Abbot. Uh, and if that doesn't go well, we'll just uh, remove them. That was yeah, it. Yeah, uh, that, that's pretty much it. One thing from the episode previous, just to keep at the top of your guys' mind, um, you also had those three guards, uh, the Basilica guards, that um, you froze and then put in the time out of time, and I believe buried out there. Um, so the idea was you were going to release them at some point, because <laughs> that's why you didn't kill them, because they were like, I'm a single father. So just keeping that out there. Um, remind you guys. Um, so you guys are in your, your mansion right now. You've bamfed back after releasing Samael and, um, you got uh, sort of a, as uh, Sam just mentioned, sort of a, uh, loose plan going on. What are you doing first? Um, so do we want to split up and talk to some of the, some of the other bishops? I mean, we split up last time and then had to waste precious resources in coming to help you out. Perhaps not. And then a show of force also could help convince whoever we're talking to, yes? That's fair. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Who do we want to start trying to convince first? Well, I'm sure Archon guy is scared at this point, right? Um, yeah, he's pretty scared, I think. <laughs> I believe uh, Lin, last time we met him, threatened his uh, his life and entire existence, so. I'm just trying to remember which one Rosie was with. She was with Lin, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it was it was Cal and Mole were together, right. okay. and they went to go see the Grand Abbot, and were taken down into the creepy basement, and everyone else was together in the library investigating the breastplate, and then proceeding to run away from getting a 
arrested and teleporting across the entire city to go help Mole and Cal. So, and that's the last time that we saw saw him. And that's only like a couple of hours ago. Not even a couple of hours ago. Like an hour ago. Yeah. I'm down. Not long at all. Sure, go ahead. I think it'd be fun to go scare him some more. Or, you know, make him like do what we want him to do. Yeah, all, all, all we need is somebody to be able to convince him. Um, real quick, didn't at- Lynn go back to the uh, to impersonate the Grand Abbot? Didn't we <laughs> bamf him back so he could, because the guards or somebody was coming down the stairs, right? Oh, yeah, he had like an yes. hour of the knowledge, didn't he? So Yes, so I've been using the wrong voice the whole time. Yep, Lynn <laughs> is in the Basilica right now as the Grand Abbot. <laughs> Good job, Ben. Thank you, Ben. It's been too long. I can't believe I remembered something. (laughs) Continuity? Yeah, uh... (laughs) Um, yeah, that that is true. For anything, six years in. Yes, so Lynn is not here right now. They are they are at the Basilica. They're they're impersonating the Grand Abbot. That's correct. Yeah. Um, So yeah, Mole was saying all of that. Um, <laughs> so Molin, uh, uh, so h- how do you guys want to go about this? And we will get to uh, Lynn here in a second, in a few minutes. But how do you want to go about this? What do you are you bamfing over there, or what's the, what's the plan? What are the logistics of this? Now that okay. I'm in the mindset of Mole, we should go over there and convince them, and then um, yeah. But how are we getting there? I think is the question. Mole does not have the ability to teleport, so he would be suggesting walking. Happy for us to just jump there, make a strong, strong entry. Are we? Where are we? We're back in the You're mansion, in the, aren't we? Yeah, the mansion, yeah. Oh, in okay. So yeah, I mean, I don't it's think we like explore, like, right? More or less. Um, yeah, it's on the same same tier there. So, um, all right, you guys are, are. I just wanted to know if you were going to magic your way there or just walk over. I think walking is fine, unless we absolutely need to be there immediately. No, I, I think we shouldn't waste the resources. Do seeming so it's a load of actual cleric-looking people rather than ragtag a group walking across. <laughs> and don't we kind of want people to know? Because are we coming as the uh, as the bishop or the? Grand Abbot or not? That's a good point. Am I meant to be impersonating the Archbishop whilst Lynn's running if, around as the Archbishop? If we are convincing them, I believe somebody should potentially be the Archbishop. Grand Abbot, guys. Grand Abbot. <clears throat> Grand Abbot, yep. that's the one. <laughs> You're going to talk to an Archbishop. Yeah. And I am a bishop. Bishop, Bishop, <laughs> Grand Abbot. That's... Um... I I do not know if they will react well to me with talking to them. So if there is at least one way to make it so that I can go talk to them without seeming weird. I can take on the form of um, the Grand Abbot. Right? Yeah, that's wrong. Um, but I'm just worried about people seeing both myself and Lynn not far from each other being the same person. I mean, we could just get Lynn to come if you want to, like, use our connection, you know? Oh, yeah, we could be talking to Lynn. Perhaps we should make sure he's okay, considering we don't know who is coming down the hall. Lynn, you okay? And as we're walking over to the library, we cut to Lynn. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> the cut other Lynn can't make we'll... a decision. <laughs> We'll cut to Lynn, who's uh, bamped back in as the form of the Grand Abbot Melfast. Um, you're, uh, Lynn, you are once again in the summoning room. Um, it's pretty much the same as you left it, except obviously the bodies aren't there, the dragon's gone, all that fun stuff. 
Um, he's no longer there, but you and you hear some footsteps coming down the the, the stairs, and uh, you hear somebody saying, um, uh, you know, you hear actually a, a few voices saying something like, "Oh, he's very busy right now. You, you can't disturb him." And then um, you hear a woman's voice, and you see her coming down next. Um, this is a assuming. Well, Lynn wouldn't know this. Never mind. But she, w- you would know that uh, that uh, it's you see a half orc cleric coming down wearing the vestments of a um, like a, a kind of a mother superior um, and she has on the robes of somebody from Saint Archon. So she stops and sees sees the Grand Abbot and she says uh, uh, Grand Abbot, your eminence. She bows and says the uh, Archbishop Delver wanted me to come by and let you know that there are some um, enemies of the church about and we knew you were dealing with some of them as well so wanted to make sure that everything was was okay um and yeah kind of so with mantle of whispers uh would this be access would this be information that would be like freely shared the the name of this person is this person somebody the grand abbot would have known yes okay so yeah lynn would know this is um uh this is mother abigail tungsten and she is very she's basically um archbishop delver's right hand person um and she has some knowledge of the secret goings on. She doesn't know exactly, but she knows you guys have some kind of secret knowledge um, and that she's not quite privy to, but definitely wants to be part of that group. Mother Tungsten. Yes, I am actually aware of what's going on. My my guards have already reported to me that they escaped from them, but I have since apprehended them. Wonderful. Um, she looks around the room. This is clearly, you're getting the impression, one of the, probably the first time she's been in here. She's really taking in everything that she sees. Um, and she says, um, okay, wonderful. Where, um, is there, are they being held here? Is there anything more that you would need from us? Or have they been dispatched already? They have been taken care of. Okay, I understand. Um, so I will let the Archbishop know that all is well, yes? Yes, tell him all is well, and I will be sending some of our friends to go speak with him soon. And you'll hear, and uh, the other group will hear in their heads, since we still have the uh, psychic link, um, I'm sending someone to tell Arch- uh, Archbishop Delver that to expect somebody to be speaking with him, and that they're friends. Uh, yeah. I would I would message that to the to the party. All right. So, my dear sister Abigail, um, if you could please enlighten me also, um, how is it you are here speaking with me right now? The Archbishop felt that this was something of an emergency situation, and so sent me over here as his most trusted delegate and advisor to speak with you and make sure everything was uh, as it should be. Excellent. Okay. Well. Be on your way. Deliver your message. Thank you, Your Eminence. She turns around and walks upstairs, escorted again by the uh, some more Basilica guards. Um, so we can cut over to... Unless you, is Lynn going to do anything else? Um, no, I'm still of two minds on whether or not the uh, Grand Abbot would chastise guards, but... 
that seems wild that they let her down here. Um, <laughs> I think the Grand Affet would 100% chastise guards. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Well, he, I don't think he would do it for appearances in front of Abigail. So, yeah, um, that seems that seems uncouth. That seems beneath him to be like, you know, but there's no way they should have let her down here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she could have gotten a message to the Grand Abbot without coming down here. So you're going to chastise him? Uh, not if she's here. Okay. We'll yeah, start, if they're taking uh, her away, then... Um, yeah. Um, oh, what I'll do is as the guards are like, you know, escorting her away, uh, whatever one like looks like their sergeant or their like captain or something, just their boss, whoever that is. Um, I'll ask them by name to stay behind with me. Okay. Um, let's see. It's, um, so you, you see the, um, it's, can't think. Um, all right. So you see the guard there who's in charge. His name is, um, Captain Timon, um, and he says, yes, your eminence. Captain Timon, you are aware how important the work I do down here is, yes? Yes, your eminence. And how is it that someone who is not already aware of how important this is was just standing in front of me without my knowledge? She said it it was an emergency, sir, and she was very, very convincing. Um, She said that she had the right to, and seeing as um, I'm not normally in charge of guarding the Basilica House itself, I was unaware of that. Um, And as he says that, you know the three guards who you guys bamped away were your normal guards who would... Yeah, um, but uh, she was she. I I I was unsure. I know what the regulations are, Your Eminence. But as she spoke, it it seemed to make a lot more sense than it does now in retrospect. Um, well, my child. I don't know, she, she said something, and it it just it changed all of our minds. It, it made a lot of sense. <laughs> Well, in future, remember that no matter how high your station, you are not above being a messenger and to not let anyone down here without my expressed permission first. Forgive me, sir. Yes, of course. Be on your way. You are the captain of the house guard for the next couple of days. Thank you, sir. Okay. And with that, he turns and leaves. Um, yeah. And then Lynn will tell the rest of the party um uh that what was her last name again abigail tungsten tungsten Tungsten. um that sister abigail tungsten um can magically compel people to to listen to her because that's lynn's impression so be careful around her that she seems to be able to magically convince people of things because she should be returned Yeah, nobody can do that. <laughs> okay. Has anyone tried on us? Not oh, yeah, um, my knowledge. Garen, right? I mean, the whole uh, Hibonites Island thing kind of compelled all of us. So. Not recently. Oh, yeah. Except Solara, I guess. Right? I yeah. don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally like... I don't remember. Three years like, ago. F- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least. <laughs> At least, yeah. That's why I remember it. <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll, we'll come back to the other group. Is Lynn going to bamf back, or what's Lynn doing? No, Lynn is going to continue to be the uh, Grand Abbot. I think um, whilst we're bamfed back to the others, 
Um, Lynn's going to do some investigating around this chamber, trying to gather some information, um, see if there's anything that we missed in our panic to run away and hide our crimes. And then um, potentially he will go into the actual basilica itself, actually go back up there and, you know, just start being the Grand Abbot, gathering some information, planting seeds, that sort of thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> so we'll cut over to the other group as you're making your way to uh, <clears throat> the uh, uh, Library of St. Archon, the museum there. Um, anything you want to discuss along the way or, or anything else? Um, I don't think so. I think we We've discussed everything to do with these people that we need to. Um, did we decide that somebody would make Mole not look like Mole, at least? We didn't decide how we had to look, no. With we had just discussed um, having uh, 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 Cal be uh, Grand Abbot, and that was a bad idea. Yeah. So that's all so, we got to. Taking the information that they definitely have now, um, actually, we can have that. In, we can have that, and actually, in game discussion, so Mole will bring up. Um, so knowing that the that the Archbishop is expecting going to be expecting visitors, um, do we want to potentially pass ourselves off as someone else or? I can make us all look different for around eight hours. Okay. Or do we want us to be those visitors? Are we not going to do the whole, we are all under the control of this eldritch power type thing? Yes. Yes, we can do that. I, I feel comfortable thought. pretending to be one of their ranks. Yes. I think that's reasonable. So we're all right. with Mother Nature then. Mm, if you want to call it that. Or whatever her name is. The, the Great Mother. Certainly not Shamahara. Oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. There's too many Mother Natures. <laughs> <laughs> too many gods to worry about. Yes. So are we all wanting to look different? No, I think we'll all be ourselves. We're going to try and convince them we're on their side. Okay. Well, Cal won't be himself because that would just get us in a different kettle of fish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Cal will be himself, but a different one of himself. Yes. Yeah, I suppose we don't need a, okay. a random Feywild creature showing up. <laughs> so, um, so you guys make it to uh, the Museum of St. Archon, the library there, um, and you make your way in. I'm assuming you're going to be seeking out old Tyrone. Is that correct? Or are you going to yep. do anything else when you enter? Okay. Um, no, I think we're going to, when we get there, Mole will be asking someone to um, let them speak to the Archbishop. Okay. Or if there's nobody so there to ask, then we're just going to go looking for him directly in his chambers. And I'm going to... We could also oh. get that breastplate well for here. <laughs> APU is still around. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's, that's totally a thing. You could. We could either try and convince it out of them to give it to us, or somebody could abscond with it. I mean, there's enough of us. We could definitely cause a distraction. Yeah, we could split the party within like a couple of feet of each other. That would be less inconvenient than splitting the party four ways across the entire city. Indeed. <laughs> Um, okay, so you make your way in there, and so who's going to the breastplate, and who's going to go talk to the uh, Archbishop? APU's going to go to the breastplate. I think Rosie's definitely more interested in the breastplate. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, Cow's pretty that... better off going to the bishop. Okay. I don't know so what APU cares. And... <laughs> <laughs> He's split between the two. Mm -hmm. I don't know, the breastplate sounds more fun, and I, I don't like talking. I just want to okay. fight something. <laughs> Okay. So Mole and Cal. All right. To the bishop, everyone Mole else together. Hey, that, isn't that the same uh, uh, pairing we did last <laughs> Sorry, time? Sorry, we did it last time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, 
that should be like our little sub crew that's the convincing crew yes because that's what they <laughs> right. do is they pair up to be able to talk to people because one tells truths and the other one only lies <laughs> it's not all lies it's just twisting the truth in a full circle sure all right so um let's go with the we'll, we'll follow the crew that's going over to the breastplate first um as you make your way over there there's a figure that uh, ap you'll, you'll recognize actually i think all of you will um and it is father aquino of the um uh oh my gosh what, what, what the order of crowley man yeah eyebrows get my brain going i was gonna say eyebrows. aquino's eyebrows yeah. yeah yeah oh yep he's standing there looking at the, the breastplate um taking some notes and uh writing it down on a, a scroll uh, with a little piece of wood and behind it um he's clearly examining it and as he sees you especially apu his eyes light up and he says oh welcome oh it's so it's so wonderful to see you my friend um all of you all of you so good to see you what what brings you to this great great uh, library it is certainly nice to see you again as well i simply came to see the artifact of my people oh yes yes i was studying it as well I wanted to. Uh, this is this is fortuitous. There was something I wanted to speak with you about, um, Mister APU. I, uh, I, as as I said before, Theos has put me on this world to help your people and uh, make sure that we have them free. There is an expedition that I am planning. I am securing the funds now, um, where we will head out to the Pleiades and find a um, where the, the the stone, the heart of your people is. I believe, looking at the inscriptions on here, I may have been able to find the right one, plus some of my other studies. Um, we, we will be heading out not long after the Conclave. This is something that you would be open and willing to, my friend. Hmm. Specifically, remember not liking him before. Yeah, he's your fleshy savior. Right. The one forcefully putting dead spirits in my people's dead bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In order to bring their dead bodies back to life, yeah. So he's he's a, ne- a grand necromancer to your people, I guess. I mean, is it wrong just to attack him outright? Probably shouldn't. I mean, it's unlawful. <laughs> so, and some, some and divergent thought on it, even if APU maybe dislikes him, he definitely it doesn't seem to have the worst interests of your people at heart. Yeah. I, I I personally believe if he got the stone that he would want to restore your souls to your people. Yeah, it's just still APU is quite annoyed at all the no- uh, angry at all the information he found out. Not very long ago, actually, I think. Oh, what, less than a day at this point still? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Our time is so compressed all the time. <laughs> but unless something has like sincerely changed APU's outlook, he's always been like super lawful. So... Yeah, no, outrightly attacking him would be against his primary thinking. That's what I was thinking as well. Yeah, I mean, if it were Hibonite, then yes, yeah. you should attack. But... <laughs> the whole place would be burned down by now if it was Hibonite. If it a conversation, I'd be casting spells already. You know, fireball on myself for everyone else to enjoy. <laughs> no, um, APU's going to go... Um, I would certainly be interested in joining an expedition. I believe I may be able to bring some of my companions here along. They are well versed in traveling, so they'd be great assets. Oh yes, that would be that would be wonderful. Um, yes, uh, people of, of of your stature and caliber, the the more the the merrier, as they say, to 
really uh, help free this uh, oppressed people. Yes, returning them to their original functions would be a great service and getting them back to more like me than the shadow of themselves that they are currently. Yes, for sure. It's a shame that we can't actually look at this breastplate. I I have a feeling that there may be some more inscriptions on the inside of it, but we can't see that from here. If only there were a way to actually have this breastplate. I, I spoke with the, the Archbishop, and they're not willing to part with it, but there was another I, I way too, of... I too had a conversation with a member of this uh, this library. They uh, they were non-agreeable in me retrieving my people's lost property. Such a shame. That would be such a boon for our expedition. Well, I still endeavor to convince them that it should be in my possession. Well, if it ends up in our possession one way or the other, that, of course, would be ideal. I, I, I must be off. I, I didn't realize how late in the day it's been getting, but uh, it's so good to see you again so, so shortly. Um... I, I will definitely be seeing you around, and if not uh, anytime sooner, um, then then definitely after the conclave. You, you're still staying at the uh, basilica in the dormitory, yes? Yes, I am. All right, wonderful. Well, thank you. It's it's good to see you all. Um, I'm very excited about this. This 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 is so good. It, it'll definitely help me secure more funding for this trip. Thank you. Thank you very much. And then with that, he walks off very quickly. Did we actually have time to make a fake breastplate and everything? I can't remember if we altered it or not. I know we talked about it a bit, but then it proved more difficult just to remove the thing. I can't remember if we altered it, though. I remember I made a copy of what the original inscription said. I don't have any notes. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I can't remember if you guys changed it or not. Battle, battle. Uh, captured. I don't have it written down, but... Does it Translation of what's written. Chorus stone. Heart of the mountains. The heart of all warforged. Referencing a large stone. Uh, Rosie researched the god slash life force of the warforged near, near the walkway. I don't know what that meant, but St. Silas is requesting help with the Sapphire Rose. That's all I got. I don't think we actually yeah, took it. I, I don't have it written down. I thought I think I would have mentioned it in my notes. It's something I would normally make note of. Yeah, I don't think we had time because we literally went from looking at that to being attacked and taken oh, off that's right. to fight. So yep. we didn't have a chance. So it was like five minutes um, ago. <laughs> like 20? Yeah, Come on. I mean, it's Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably been uh, with, you know, the time of you guys being, it's probably close to an hour, probably 45 minutes, but still <laughs> only close to an hour. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, Listen, Rose so is good, but she ain't that good. Run away from the guards and then come and back. Then we're back. <laughs> <laughs> and all, all, all the priests are just like kind of looking at say, us. Uh, like, what is going on? I said, Rosie's good, but she's not that good <laughs> at making shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, for us, it's been like at least eight hours. So, <laughs> But I didn't we specifically have... say that she was working on it. Yeah. No. So Okay. Might have even all taken right. a couple of breaks since then. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, what are you guys doing over there near uh, Breast Crew Crew? Breast Plate Crew. What are you guys doing? <laughs> breast Crew Crew? Um, I'm, I, Rosie would like to inspect the case that it's in and see if she can uh, basically inspect for traps. Like, figure out what's going to happen if you try to open it up. Okay, give me an... Um, so, we can go about it either one or two ways. Uh, well, why don't you give me an investigation roll? And do you have a, if you have a lock picking kit use that on top of your investigation roll are that you fucking in. kidding me i have a 15 to investigation and i rolled a nat one <laughs> 
It's like double expertise. <laughs> Gosh fucking damn it. <sighs> yes, I do have these two. Uh, okay. Is that that's um, intelligence, right? Yeah. yeah. Investigation. No thieves tools. Sorry. Oh, th- thieves tools. So I, I got a sixteen it, on my I, investigation I what, and twenty three on my thieves tools. Okay, and I believe we've always done it where you don't crit fail on no, skills. Not you on skills. Just get it. Yeah. yeah. So I was gonna say I don't. I don't. I'm just irritated because I just took expertise. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, I mean, you you did great. You didn't even need thieves tools on top of it there. Um, So as you went through it, uh, with with your critical failure, you succeeded fine. Um, (laughs) Going through this. Yeah, this is definitely definitely trapped up. Um, You know that uh, going through this, there are not only physical traps involved with this, but it looks like there's a magical trigger as well that you would need to use some sort of dispel magic on or just hope you survive. Okay, so in our minds, Rosie's going to tell everyone. Um, okay, so this breastplate has... How many physical traps are there? Can I tell? Uh, looking at it, it, it looks like there. It, it's one physical trap, but it's triggered in such a way that if you were to break it, it's, you know, once again, this is uh, basically got three sides to it and a top. The back mm-hmm. is up against a wall that has like a sliding door, like you'd see it like a zoo or something like that. So all three of those glass pieces would are all have something that would be exploding outwards toward whoever breaks it. Okay, so I think the better bet, there, there's like a, a, a trap that's going to make this thing like explode there's something magical which i don't know what that's going to do exactly but um probably not great and then um like i i think if we can get like behind it and get into whatever that sidey bit is that we could maybe find a better way to get in maybe we can disarm the traps from back there or maybe there's just a button i don't know how, how big an explosion <laughs> He APU's pretty tough. He can take a lot. <laughs> well, they probably don't want to like explode the entire library, so I'm gonna guess it's like a ten foot radius? Question mark. Mm, uh, with the thieves tool roll, you had like a twenty three on that. I- I'll say yeah. Uh, you-, you would know that. You'd be able to figure that out. So yeah, about a ten foot radius is correct. We could just suggest to one of these priests that. The breastplate looks a little tarnished and needs a good cleaning. And then follow them back. After my previous discussion, I doubt they'll take that from me. I did not... I mean, I could magically suggest. Could you just compel them to bring it out of the case? Well, we want to kind of be... Discreet. ...about it. Yes, discreet. <laughs> don't but, we? Maybe we don't. I don't know. I, mean, I, just want, I, want, I want my people's thing back, so... If you compelled him to put it into a storage area and he was jumped on his way to the storage area... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, sure. Um, I... I... Are there any, like, doors that very obviously lead back into an area that would be behind this? Um, that give me, I mean, give me another investigation roll here. I actually, you know what? Never mind. You don't need that. Um, if you rolled a 16 with a, <laughs> with a one, you're good. Um, so looking around, you, you find a, um, yeah. So once again, if you guys are on the map, this would be pretty much where it's at, um, right here mm-hmm. on the map. And then you do see a doorway over here, basically on the other side of the wall that it looks okay. like at first, if you weren't looking for it, you wouldn't notice it. It kind of blends into the wall. But then as you are specifically looking around, for it, you can see that, okay, that is a doorway, and you would assume from the way that this place is built that that would lead you behind there. I I will, like, in our heads, I'll be like, okay, uh, give me a sec, let me check this door. And then, as, like, outwardly, I'm going to be like, 
looking at whatever happens to be around that area like ooh look at this tapestry it's so pretty like <laughs> whatever um but right. i really want to like yeah um but i'm really trying to like l- check that door to see if it's locked or like if it's trapped or whatever okay um go ahead and give me a um um well, give me a couple things here. So I, I, I'm going to want a deception roll for your whole like, oh, look at this tapestry thing. And then also uh, want to, as far as actually checking the door for locks, then go ahead and give me another. Uh, for that, let's use thieves tools again. And depending on how you do with that, you can figure out if you can open it. So let's do, first of all, uh, deception and then thieves tool. Okay. So my deception is at a 13, uh, but thieves tools are 29. For your, de- for your deception? For deception, it was 13. Okay. Um, and, and for th- then... Thieves Tools was uh, 29. 29. All right. Um, okay. So you don't think anybody... Everybody seems to be buying your interest in, um, you know, tapestries and other antiquities. And then um, you get over there. There's definitely a lock on the door, but it is something that, uh, with Rosie's expert knowledge, is no problem at all to uh, pick. So then in our minds, I'll be like, this door is definitely easy to get into. If you all want to try it, I can definitely give it a try. I'm for giving it a try. Perhaps a distraction first? Yes. Is there a lot of people here or no? Um, There's some people milling about it. There's not a ton of people, no. Uh, There's less people here than when you were here, you know, 45 minutes ago. It seems like maybe the commotion that you guys caused scattered people out. Yeah, if one of you could draw attention, that'd be great. Mm -hmm. You're more useful inside there, I imagine, Garen. Uh, I will find something that looks like it can easily be knocked over that's not highly valuable, and I'm just going <laughs> to walk straight into it, and I'm being like, I've got a faulty motor or something, and cause a load of commotion. <laughs> okay. All it's right. So uh, This one's got a bad motivator <laughs> unit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Um, APU starts walking around, um, and you see there is a, a large, um, it, it's like a, it, it, it's a large piece of, um, it's like a large vase or something that would be from, um, sea, uh, Soul Green. I almost said Sea Green. There we go. A large vase from Soul Green that is on display there. Um, it looks like it's very ancient, uh, and it's prime for walking into and destroying. Um, at the same time, Rosie, go ahead and give me the thieves tool roll again but do it at an advantage because you rolled so well on picking out the lock you should be able to do this no problem uh it's a 28 at advantage very nice okay so we hear the crash as the vase comes down and shatters as apu just accidentally uh, with its motivator going out of control smashes into the pedestal knocking that over um, on the other side of the uh, uh, the library there, and you get the the lock picked open, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll cut over real quick to we'll go back in time a few moments and cut over to um, Cal and Mole, not Lynn, Cal and, and Mole as they're making okay. their way to Archbishop Delver. Uh, you see him once again in uh, he, he's up on the second tier of the stacks. Um, looking out as he sees you two come up and you're coming up as yourselves right there, uh, nobody cal's not yeah as, as will william as william okay 
Um, and you can see his jaw, like he, he tenses his jaw uh, on the sides um, as he sees the two of you. Um, hello, brother. I am here to speak with you. Interesting. Um, what brings you back here? I I have spoken to the Grand Abbot, and mm-hmm. he has opened my eyes to some things that I did not realize before. He raises an eyebrow and says, oh, really? Yes, it seems um, you and I are very much in alignment right now. We are. I believe we discussed this before, right, brother? Yes, we we discussed our previous alignment of wishing for information to be free, but also somewhat controlled. And now we are in either further, even further alignment. Now that I know of some things greater than ourselves. Fascinating. I don't feel that we should be speaking about this so publicly. Um, I do not believe I've said anything. (laughs) I believe you said a lot. Well, shall we go somewhere private? Yes, let's let's, uh, make our way back to my office. And he'll bring you back to um, his office that you spoke with him in before. And he turns around and says, as the door shuts, So... What have you done with the Grand Abbot? And with that, we'll call the episode.